you know, our relationship's kind of taking a shift or it's this, your relationship with this person's taking a toll on our relationship. How do you have that conversation? Um, cause it took me a second to, to muster up the courage to bring it to their attention. <laughs> Can we just talk about this? Me being, yeah, we're like being around the bush. I'm seeing somebody right yeah. now and Mark was missing me for a bit. <laughs> Hey guys, before we dive deep into this episode, we just wanted to say thank you so much yep. for all the likes and comments on the last episode. The likes, they really help us out in the uh, algorithm. And George, I know you're really happy with the comments. Yeah, and I love how you guys are voicing your guys' opinion on it. And uh, we've been getting a lot of love. And we've literally been sitting all day reading all your guys' comments. So don't think any of your comments that you guys say are going unnoticed. We do. We do appreciate every single one of them. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. And we talked a lot about in this episode... Um, social media, the shift in it, people being irrelevant and just hate speech kind of on social media. And we wanted to, to hear your perspective in the comments once you guys get to this part of the podcast. We want you to comment down below. What do you guys see from the outside looking in? You know, we're, we're heavy involved in social media. We want to know from your guys' perspective, the co- consumer's perspective, some things you like would like to see change in social media, whether it be on our channels, whether it be on Instagram as a whole. Um, YouTube as a whole, what type of content would you like to see shift? Um, and we'll be checking them out and reading some of them in the next episode. But enjoy this episode of The Tuman Show. The Tuman Show. Did I tell you I was just recently over here in your side of town at like 12 o'clock at night? Um, there's a huge three or four story uh, spa that's open 24 hours. Is it a happy ending spa? No, it's like a clean spot. Like it's actually like clean. Mm-hmm. And they have like four or five, no, 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 like six or seven different types of steam rooms, like mud rooms, like crystal rooms. There's like a skin place where they like peel off your skin. And it's not expensive at all. And you go in there, and it's open 24 hours. The restaurant's open 24 hours. Like it's like if you ever have like insomnia and you can't sleep, bro, you go there and they just fucking. They I haven't out. been to a spa in a long time. Maybe I'll check it out. It it was really uh it was cool and you could go with friends because like, like the same room yeah there's a there's a it's it's kind of weird if you go with your friend because you, like it's you're fully naked in the first <laughs> room and, like you kind of just cover your dick and it's weird but everyone walks around naked I'm not used to this by the way that's weird it's weird yeah. it's very weird Wait, Everybody, guys and girls at, no 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 just uh. guys and then in the co-ed section the second floor which is the reason I want to go it's all the steam rooms and there's like a cold room you go into this ice room and like all this stuff that's co-ed and you're wearing like clothes mm. but it's cool. Welcome into another episode of the Pullman Show. Pullman Show. That was quite the intro conversation. George just shared with me that he was at a happy ending spot near me. Um, no, no. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but I didn't do the happy ending. Yo, let's start off right off the bat. We got the best interaction from you guys, the fans, on last week's episode. So many positive comments about you, George. Wild. I've never gotten that many emails. And that man, you know, it's funny. I'm not going to lie to you. I went into, when I walked out of that, I, I, I felt good. I felt like there was a lot of like weight off my shoulders because it's always stuff that I vent to you or vent right. to my friends about, but I've never actually put that online. Well, even George called me after he's like, yo man, I don't know about putting out some of the stuff that I said. Yeah. But, uh, it turned out well, dude. I, I, it's not, it's not that I don't want to, it's not that I didn't want to voice my opinion. It's. I got to remember that my, my career is always at stake when you voice your opinion. Right. And then so when I watched it back, I was like, honestly, I don't see myself getting in too much trouble over this. And I was like, okay, I might as well test the waters and put that out there. And it was the most refreshing thing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I cannot exaggerate when I say I've gotten thousands. Yeah, yeah. I got a ton, dude. Thousands of like... <clears throat> 
emails and comments and DMs where I was like flustered, but 99.9 of them were like all like positive feedback. They were like, dude, you spoke the words right out of my mouth. It's so refreshing to see you stand. Even people that disagreed with me, bro. I got right, people right. that disagreed with me. They started out with, I, I disagree with your views, but I absolutely respect that you're sticking to your morals and not letting Hollywood change the way you you view things. And right, and that cool. kind of even, it goes in line. There was a recent, with Mario Lopez, he voiced his opinion and his opinion didn't line up with, you know, the masses opinion and he got really, really criticized for it and they're trying to cancel him. Um, it's just one of those things, man, where you can't, you can't voice your, you opinions. can't voice your opinion. I respect that everyone has their own opinion. Yeah. You can't voice your opinion in today's social media day and age without being ridiculed or, you know, being afraid like you were of it not lining up with the masses and people canceling you or whatever. But it turned out well for you, not for Mario Lopez, but for you. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah, it, it, it really didn't turn out so well for him. Yeah, I mean, God bless. I hope everything works out. And his view, to be honest, wasn't a bad view. Right. I think people twisted him. Into I making, think he he meant well. He just didn't say it how he wanted. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, I'm not I, really familiar with it. We're not going to talk about that because that's we're not educated. We're on not educated. Yeah, on. we're not educated on that. Um, but yeah, I got a DM. I was actually just looking through my DMs. It said, and this is something I wanted to touch base on. Hey, brother, I'm watching your podcast with George. I have to say you are fucking new Ben born in the past. I've watched your YouTube channel to make to laugh. Uh, now I watch to be inspired. You have changed a lot for the better. The mentality you have, your new lifestyle, your new group of friends that challenge you to be the best version of, just, of yourselves every day. And that's something I want to talk about because I think there's been a shift in our content where you know the two the two words that i hate the most in social media are you're irrelevant yeah it really bothers me because you know i get a lot of comments on my shit saying you're irrelevant you don't have any clout you fell off all this shit i even had a, a close friend of mine text me the other day and say that i fell off um and that yeah it affects me when i see that shit and it and it instills doubt and fear in me but it also motivates me. And I think me and you both have kind of reached a point in our careers right now where, you know, I was Logan's roommate and then I was the relationship guy. And now I'm kind of in this third phase of my content creation in my life. And that's what I'm trying to do right now is find my place. Mm -hmm. What's my next rebrand? Because I'm not in the relationship. I'm not with him. So it's like me struggling and starting over and being irrelevant and falling off all of those things. That's I have to start over. You know, the, the brand that I built in those three years up until now, it doesn't exist anymore. So that's like I'm at this transitional phase where I'm trying to figure out my next move. So yeah. obviously, obviously I'm like losing followers because I'm not posting the same shit. Mm -hmm. And that kind of that comment that he said, just it solidifies. That. I think you is because in the beginning you were really passionate about what you were posting. And I think you lost that passion for it. Cause right. You, you can only and do dude, something we're getting so older. many times. Yeah. You can only make so many skits, the same premise. And we're just getting older, man. I'm 25 now. Like I'm not the 21 year old. My brain is maturing. Like I'm not a fucking horny ass 19 year old following Instagram thoughts, which we will get into that. Um, just my brain, like I want to make content that's more fulfilling that people can learn from that people can like it, for example, today, uh, in my vlog, <clears throat> go check it out. I'm holding myself accountable again, right after my breakup, 
you saw me grind. I was getting up at 5.30 in the morning every day, hitting the gym twice, mm -hmm. lost all that weight, hitting the meal plans. Yeah. And then I hit Coachella, yes. partied. Coachella weekend two, partied. Stagecoach, partied. And yeah. then I fell into this trap. I got partying. sucked in to the LA trap of partying. And it's like, dude, I had to come to the realization the other day, like, yeah, partying's fun and all that, but... Like, dude, I got to get back on my shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, hold yourself accountable. Yeah, hold yourself accountable, discipline yourself. And that, for me, like, I was the happiest after my breakup when I was doing that. You mm -hmm. know, mentally, I was mentally satisfied when I was, like, focused on something. So today was the first day, actually. I woke up 5.30 in the morning. Um, and it just goes back to the discipline thing. 5.30 a.m., woke up, made my bed, made breakfast. I went on a hike it's, uh, by 6 a.m. I was supposed to meet two girls there. Which, by the way, this goes to the, I've been focusing, focusing so much on myself. I've had several people hit me up saying, hey, you want to go on a hike? Want to go on a hike? I want to go on a hike with you because I've been hiking a lot and I've been throwing up on my story trying to motivate people to get out there and be active. Two girls hit me up. and They're like, hey, I want to go on a hike with you next time. And I said, all right, I'm going tomorrow, 6 a.m. They're like, all right, I'll be there. Neither of them showed up. Not one. Not one. One of them texted me. I mean, it's me. 6 o'clock in the morning. I don't blame them. Yeah, but don't say you're going to go on a hike with me and not come. <laughs> but it, I actually enjoyed it by myself because and I and I actually took out my earpods airpods um and I just just listening to nature and like in my thoughts you're calm yeah and it was are you just listening quiet. now you were telling me you don't listen to music anymore you're listening to like motivational like yeah motivational stuff every time I'm at the gym I'm listening to motivational you do things. that to like mentally get yourself there are you prepping not only your body but your mind or do you feel that helps you push your workout harder because it's like pissing you off or something like is it is it like his music for me when i work out is just get me go through the workout right no i think i obviously used to listen to music a lot but i like listening to the motivational things because i can draw things that i'm feeling doubt about myself and it solidifies like oh wow you shouldn't feel that way and here's why and it, it motivates me like they're about motivation they're about discipline they're about uh hard work they're about accountability all of these things and i just listen to them over and over again and i hear things and i'm like oh yeah I forgot that I read that in that book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I forgot about that. Yeah. You know? So It's kind of like working out. Sometimes when you don't work out your muscle, you lose it. Right. So your your brain's a muscle as well. So sometimes if you don't work out those good common sense choices, you could sometimes forget about them. Yeah, it's really helped me a lot. Um, so yeah, guys, get up, be active, push yourself. And, I, and, I, and that's something get too. Get out of your comfort zone. Right. I want to lead by example. So I think for me, and it's inspiring when I have people DMing me, like I had one, some guy, thanks for motivating me to wake up early and work out right after waking up. It feels amazing knowing that you achieve that much, even that early in the morning. Like it's dope accomplishing so much before everyone else wakes up because there's no distractions. You don't check your phone. You don't start your day like looking at social media and comparing yourself to like, oh, what have these people done already today? Yeah. When you're the first one up. Mm -hmm. So you set the precedent for your day instead of, you know, not living up to what everyone else is doing. You're just doing you, dude. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that. That's uh, that's the number one mindset you have to have when you're your own boss. Right. If you're not, if you work for somebody else, you don't have to wake up knowing somebody's gonna tell you something. It's a lot harder when you have to wake yourself up and tell yourself what to do. Right. When you have no like schedule to look at, and you have to write that schedule, it's a lot harder. I was talking about this to my brother. I said the same thing. I'm like, damn, it is so hard. It's a blessing that we get to do what we do, but it's also so hard to push yourself. Mm -hmm. And he's like, that's why you need employees. He's like, if you have employees, you got to tell them what to do. Like, and just because they look up for you, like you, they're depending on you mm -hmm. now. Yeah. And I think that's something that I need to look into also getting, getting some more people to work for me to help me out. If you want to be an editor, 
if we can amp up the content, let me know. Um, but yeah, and humility, like acknowledging the fact that, and, and here's, a, here's another thing. When people say you're irrelevant, what does, who are they comparing you to? I think they're, uh, for me, Cause it, listen, it yeah, hurt, I, I think it hurts our feelings because we were more relevant in the past. Right. But, but at the same time, you know, I still get a 250,000 people watching my vlogs. Yeah. You know, 50 to a hundred thousand are listening to the, to our podcast. That's a, mm. that's a fuckload of people. Yeah, of course. But I'm so sick of people in today's day and age correlating likes and views with like success and relevance and clout. It's my fucking least favorite word right there. Yeah. And I, and I want to see a shift in the content, man. We've talked about this, like following less influencers and more uh there was a kid and in, in there was a kid that i bumped into right in front of my old place when i was uh picking up greg and he came up to me and he said hey man uh any advice i go and i was really tired that day i love talking so when people ask me that question i just kind of shoot off answers right. but i literally asked him a question right back i go okay so what are you doing right now before i give you advice and he said well I've been doing these reaction videos because I know they do really well. Mm -hmm. And uh, my girlfriend is starting to pick up makeup because makeup is really big right now. Yeah, you talked about this on the other podcast. Did I? Yeah. Did I? You said stop doing stuff that you know will do well. Do stuff that you want to do or yeah. that you want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people will like you for you. I didn't even know I brought that, that up. No, that, that conversation we had actually s stuck with me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like it helped me out a lot because a lot of people, and me included, make content that... I think we all did. <clears throat> we all did. You know you know how many times me and you have sat down in the room like, okay, what what do they want? We right. always said that. Mm -hmm. We were always in the room like, okay, what do they want? What do they want? What do they want? And then um, I did Bad Extra, which was like really different. Mm -hmm. uh, it didn't it didn't do bad. It did just as well as my other videos, right. actually. Uh, but it was a lot more fulfilling for me. Yeah. I, I was actually in watching it. I like, I enjoyed watching it because like, it was something I created. That right. I and that's, that's the most important thing. And, and people, we talked about this before the podcast. If they, they see your happiness, it, it attracts them, you know, like they see that you're being real. And even on the last episode where you were just open and honest, they could see it. Yeah. They could see it. And that, that they fuck with you more, you know? So I think that's a really dope. I like, that's something I'm just, I've been posting on my story. Just like, you know, I've been taking more photos. I got to like, I love taking photos and doing all that shit. So I'm just going back to that. Um, are you excited when uh, you said you are excited? I think you talked about it in the other podcast. You're excited about how the likes might go away. Yeah. Do you think you're going to be a lot more postable? Like, when, yeah. Yeah. Right. Cause you're not worried about what people think. Yeah. That's the hardest. That's the biggest battle. Right. Cause yeah. we, we all seem to in this day and age correlate who, who the fuck cares, bro? Like how many likes you get? Like, I don't know. I think it shows like the true character of someone if they have a negative thing to comment about. Like they must be struggling with something in their life when they have to comment on your life being irrelevant and all this, this and that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you just got to pray for them and, and hope the best for them. Um, but did you see that there's a six-year-old YouTuber, and I want to talk about this, who just bought an $8 million property. She's six years old. She does toy reviews. She's from South Korea. Her name is... Hold on, let me scroll here. Boram. Boram? I don't know. What do you think about parents exploiting their kids for views? Uh, do you think... Here's my question. Mm -hmm. Child actors. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of Disney stars and Nickelodeon stars that went down the wrong path. You know, that tends to happen a lot where they... Yeah, they but you have other people like Lizzie McGuire that's amazing. Right, right. Granted, but... You seem to see that story a lot. Do you uh -huh. think the next generation of 
that type of here's my question i'm trying to relay this so basically a child actor they they want to be an actor right yeah does a youtuber's family channel's daughter or son do they want to do that or they they don't really have a choice. You know what I'm saying? They're not like waking up and saying, Hey, let's make a video today. It's their parents like filming a video. Do you think that's kind of messed up? And how do you think that it, like, what do you feel? about I think that? it's so new that we don't even know how to label it. Right. Cause you're right. Cause like at least with acting, they have like a certain amount of hours, right? There's labor laws. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought about it that way. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm like, like in, 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 let's say you're a baby, you're a newborn baby. Yeah. You don't have a cho- you don't know what's going on. Your parents are filming your life and making millions of dollars from it. Yeah, on top of that, <laughs> like, the internet's forever. Right. I don't know. Never really thought about it that way. I would say if they're financially hurting and it's their way of bringing that baby and their family to a better life and it's like they're not putting way too much out there, then I- I'm okay with it. But if they're putting everything about this baby out there and like it's so young it doesn't even have a, a chance to voice its opinion on it, I'd say that's kind of messed up. I feel like there should be laws coming in soon. But it's interesting because the most successful channels on YouTube are family channels. The most advertised channels on YouTube are family channels. So YouTube, in a way, is benefiting off of... is is Not in a way. They are benefiting the most off of children being exploited. Which is kind of fucked. Uh... I mean, I feel like yes and no because I do know people that have like they they have a family channel and they're very they're very cool and then off camera they're like the babies are treated very well and then mm-hmm. they live their life. But and, also, in, and here's in another YouTube's thing: in terms of service, you have to be 13, bro. True, but check this out. Here's another thing: labor laws for acting. Right, those kids have to go to rehearsal. They have to practice lines. They have to go. They have to go through makeup. They have to go through wardrobe. There's a lot of process before you jump in right. front of the camera. The other kids are really just being documented their life just like how every other parent is going to be documenting their life except for instead of not making money on it they're making money on it so technically it's kind of the same thing that every baby is going through with their parents but one decides to upload it and one decides not to upload it so at the end of the day you're just it's your kind of compass morals if do you want your kid to be out there as much as they are right or not so i think at the end of the day i can't judge Yes or no. I think that's just their home and then they have to deal with it. I don't want to dive in and be like, nah, the way you're raising your kids are wrong. No, yeah, like, of course. But also at the same time, when that kid comes of age, what if they don't want their life? What if they didn't want to be famous, you know? Yeah. I mean, then they can walk away like the Olsen twins with billions of dollars. <laughs> I don't think they're tripping out right now. <laughs> what about the other kid? Uh, $3 million, 16-year-old. He won, or he won $3 million playing Fortnite. How old yeah. is this kid? 16. He won the Fortnite tournament and won $3 million. Do you think... We I, bet talked, his, I bet his parents are like, maybe... Uh, well, we talked about this. Maybe he's, he's on to something. We talked about this on the last episode about how you never see kids' bikes in front of people's houses anymore. Do yeah. you think people now seeing that, parents are going to... And with the, the new... like Oh, parents video, are already doing that. They're encouraging their kids to play mm-hmm. video games now. Yeah, now they're, they're, there's, like YouTube, there's like YouTube training camps and like social media training camps. Like kids are... Like parents are putting them instead of like soccer and like volleyball and shit like that they're like putting these kids into that type of thing and yeah. it's, it's really weird it's just weird for it's so it's so crazy to think how far technology has come in 10 years since when we were kids oh yeah it's like, wild i was actually i was just bringing this up i go it's oh i brought it up to you i go do you remember when you met your friends at like a jungle gym 
Oh yeah, like a playhouse. We don't. McDonald's. I don't hear about this anymore. Like a like a Chuck E. Cheese or like a. Like, like I had bowling. I had parties at bowling alleys for my birthday. Thank you. Like you there, got the pin. Yeah, there was this. There were so many things that you could go to, and like now I just I, I don't see anybody ever making. Now there's like Fortnite parties and shit. Yeah. Like my nephew came to visit. He's seven years old, and he's in California for the very first time. <laughs> and he brought his iPad, and the new Fortnite season came out, and he's jumping up and screaming at six in the morning. I got the new season. New season start. He's playing the season. He's he's here. And then I take him to, where do we take him? Oh, we took him to Disney. <laughs> the happiest place on earth. He goes, two hours in. I want to go home. No. It's too hot. And Madeline, my, my niece, who's older, 11, she's like, Jared, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. You need to, to enjoy this. He's like, it's too hot. I want to go home. to the. He, call, he calls it the penthouse, my apartment. He's like, I want to go to the penthouse. He just wants to sit inside, seven years old, at Disneyland. Meanwhile, I wanted to go home because I'd hate Disneyland, but <laughs> a seven-year-old, dude? I was there two days prior, and I spent the whole night. I was the last one out of the park. I love Disneyland. <laughs> Disneyland's the best for me. I can literally sit and people watch and ride all day. Oh, man. Anyways, I got a question. This is a, this is a relationship-ish question. Ghost, so so I, was, I spoke to a girl, and I ghosted her, but she also ghosted me. So who ghosted who? If we double ghosted, what does that mean? How is that possible? Like we hung out and then after the hangout, I never reached out to her and she never reached out to me. <laughs> is there like a mutually agreed upon? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a horrible day. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. How uncomfortable was that situation? No, it was fine. I just, I'm just asking. Okay. Can I ask you what made you not message her back? I just knew from the start I wasn't vibing. Okay. Maybe yeah. she felt the same way. Yeah, probably. Probably got that message. Yeah. yeah. Hilarious. What if she was waiting the whole time like, oh, he's playing hard to get. And like every day she's like, wow, he's really trying. Like this is crazy. And then she watches the video and goes, oh God, okay, he did it. So he's not reaching me. <laughs> Can I ask you something? Mm -hmm. Why in relationships in, in the early stages do f friendships tend to drift? <laughs> Why are you asking me that? Oh, he just someone in our uh, close friend group is talking to a girl. He's very invested in this girl. Mm. And he doesn't hang out with his fucking best friend as much anymore. Was well, his best friend ugly and tall? No, he's good looking. <laughs> uh, he hasn't gotten laid in a while, though. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, think, I think it has to have, like, in the beginning stages, like, for example, if I had a friend. Like, like I had it with you when yeah. you had Kylie. Yeah. Like the beginning of the stages, I knew that it's like the loving stages. Like, oh, I, honeymoon stage. Yeah, it's the honeymoon stage. So you just got to give your boy time to How see. How long does it last? I would say like a few months, but then you can get caught in like a, like a spiral. You know what I mean? Like right. a few months is not that long. A few months is three months. That's that's a few months to me. Right. So three months is just the amount of time to like know the person you're with. How do you? Because I, I confronted this person. We talked about it. We're, we're, we're at that level of relationship. But for those of the listening, how do people confront their friend and say, hey, look, man, like I'm happy for you. But like, you know, our relationship's kind of taking a shift or it's this your relationship with this person's taking a toll on our relationship. How do you have that conversation? Because um, it took me a second to to muster up the courage to bring it to their attention. 
Can we just talk about this me being me? Yeah, this is sort of like being around the bush. I'm seeing somebody right yeah. now, and Mark was missing me for a bit. Here's the thing. Oh, fuck. This is out. I'm out. This is a Yeah, secret. but it's on the low. No one knows who it is. Yeah, nobody knows who it is. I, I don't want to... I don't, you know what, man? Like, I've been in a relationship on media. And it just, on media. It, it, it sucks, dude. It, like, really sucks. And I promised myself I wouldn't want to do that again just because it just ruins the relationship right. and everything like that. But I get where you're coming from. Um, and the girl that I hang out with is pretty cool with everybody in the relationship. Yeah. So it's cool that, like, when I hang out with my girlfriend and it, it could be like we're all friends. And, and you, everybody knows we're not like... We don't make out in front of people. We don't yeah. like, like, we're not like, oh, I love you. You love me. Like, we're not, <laughs> we're not like that. Yeah. We're very like friends because that's how we are in our, in my own home. Right. Um, I, 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 I'm just learning how to balance it. And it took me a little bit because we're, it's so new. I didn't want to walk away and do my own work again and hang out with my boys again, separate without her, without her thinking, oh my God, maybe he's starting to lose interest in me or mm -hmm. maybe this is already dying out. So I had to like kind of plan it accordingly and I had that conversation. I was like, hey, um, I really, really care about you but like I said, I'm my own boss. I got to get back to work and also I have my own identity which means I have my own life and I know you do too but this relationship is my first adult relationship, dude and it was, it, it was really like all over the place for me. Like there was a lot of steps that I took into this relationship that I never ever took in my life. So it took me a lot longer than I assumed it would take me because I was dealing with things I never had to deal with. Like I've never met my girlfriend's best friends. Never yeah, I was in actually going to bring that up. What's really cool about your relationship is even I'll hang out with her best friends. Yeah. She'll hang out with me and stuff like that. It's, it's very rare because I feel like when people get in relationships, they tend to like I like I said, push their friends away, and then they kind of just become invested, and then they kind of they they get pushed to one friend group. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And what's yeah. really cool about your ours mixed yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, you know what's funny is um, Mark introduced me to her, so he was already friends with her and her friends. Right. So like when I got introduced, it was like two groups coming together, and then I just kind of fell really hard for one of them, and so like the groups still meshed well. And we all hang out like we went out. All of us went out this weekend and everything. It was really fun. Um, but yeah, like there was a lot of things like like talking to her mom. Like you spoke to her mom like via via FaceTime. Ooh, that's but, such a big deal for George. Yeah, I, I've never <laughs> introduced a girl to my mom. Bro, in high school, I bring back girls. I wouldn't have sex with them because I graduated high school virgin. But I'd be like, hey, this is my mom and dad. Like, yeah, opposite. George has never introduced a girl to his parents. Never, never, ever, uh, never, ever. Um, just because this is my mom and dad. They're like my king and queen. So like, I don't want to bring anything to the house unless I know for a fact it's like the one. Yeah. So that way, when I do introduce my girlfriend that I feel like one day I'll marry, she'll feel like, wow, this is like a special moment. And also, I don't have but to. What if, for that, what if for that girl, she doesn't get along with your parents? Or what if your parents if don't any approve girl of her? Doesn't, yeah, then I'm out. She so leaves. if your parents were They're like, ah, we don't like her. She's out. Really? I could be absolutely in love with her. She's out. The only, the only Why don't you just have your parents arrange a marriage for you? Yeah, I mean, that would be so much easier <laughs> on my head. Like, geez, like dating girls in LA, it's so hard. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a lot of people uh, disagree. Only, re only way I would go against my parents if, God forbid, uh, I accidentally got her pregnant. Then yeah, I'd be yeah, like, yeah. then I'd be like, okay, now this but is. But we all family. know the precautions George takes when having sexual intercourse. With okay, a we're female. not going down that the route. <laughs> he like, will not ever get a girl pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> no, no chance. Not me. Actually, fuck that. We're not talking about that. I take that back. It could possibly be me. Not because, because. Oh my god. Oh my god. Because literally, 
uh, I was um, on the podcast on this son of a bitch's pot. Dude, I'm so nervous right now because literally I go, nah, man, I'm not going to be in a relationship. Uh, my I'm not going to be out of a relationship <laughs> until I'm at least like 30, 35. And the motherfucker introduces me to a girl the next day. And then I, I fall in love. Was it like, the next day? It was like literally that week. It was that it was like Justin was there. Like, But the was, first time you guys hung out, you were. Bro, even I'm like, sweating right now because I was like, no, nah, you can't catch me getting a girl pregnant. I'm freaking out right now. Please, God, do not let me get a girl pregnant. If you guys ever want to manifest something let me know and i'll say it on the podcast and it will in fact happen yeah so i will say it right now that i will not get a girl pregnant until after George we're married will not get a girl pregnant sorry i burped what was i saying not get a girl pregnant until after i'm married will not get a girl pregnant until after i'm married after i'm married me <laughs> me not you honestly you too it'll probably take a while no the precautions i take are pretty bad no uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, so, like, my advice is, like, you got, it's all in moderation. So, if you're going to start a relationship and you have friends, just don't lose one. Um, it, yeah. Guys out there, you got to understand, you got to be the man of the relationship. Um, I've been taking notes, and I've had a lot of relationships not work out in the past that made me a better man now. And now, going to this relationship, I realize that being a man in the relationship means a lot. Um, I need to make sure in the foundation of this relationship that I'm taking the right steps. Like I want to make sure that my girlfriend knows that she is loved and taken care of and that I will always have her back. But she also needs to know that I have my own life, my own identity, my own friends. I have to be there for and take care of and, and work in my own establishment and industry and not, you know what it is? It's good to have two different worlds, right? It's good. Oh, you it's need it. you it's need good. It. It's great. It's good to have your own thing here. And so that way I could go to my girlfriend later. A lot of thing is a lot of people always want to like have their girlfriends around us. And for us, we get caught in that trap and it's right. really hard because yeah. we don't have a nine to five. Yeah. Um, it's really good to have distance because the heart. It, it, distance makes the heart. Yeah. Grow fonder. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. yeah. It's really, it's really, really, really important in a relationship to have two different lives. Cause like when you spend so much time with each other, you guys, you get sucked in and trapped um, and also the communication too. I don't know what George is doing right now. He's checking. I cut my lips so bad. No. Uh, the communication is key too. Like George early on is like, Hey, look, I'm going to go hang out with my boys. It's not that I don't want to hang out with you. It's not that I'm sick of you. It's not that I don't like you. It's just like early on in the relationship that needs to be the case because there's been times where I was like, I need to escape this to go hang out with my boys. Like I need to get out of here. And then that's, you just build up like an animosity and resentment towards the person because you feel like they're stripping you of something that you had. Okay, Mark, not that I don't want to talk about my personal life that I don't actually want to bring up in real life. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, um, no problem. Can we change the subject now? No, I got one more thing. We went out this weekend with everyone and I brought everybody back to the club or back from the club to my place again. I don't know, drunk Mark. This is a part of the reason why I'm holding myself accountable. Also, also before we jump into this, this stupid man tells me, dude, Hey, I'm not going hard at all because I'm waking up five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'm starting. And I was like, bro, it's the weekend. Why would you start? He goes, no, 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 dude. Trust. Trust. I'm starting. I yeah. go, okay. I'm at the club. I get a text from Mark. Mind you, I thought that was weird because Mark was two feet away from yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I look up. Mark's like bobbing back and forth. So I'm like, oh, he's drunk as shit. He looks up at me and he points at his phone. And I was like, okay. So I look down <laughs> at my phone and I realize he goes, hey, man. After party, everybody's coming back to my place. You in? And I was like, oh, fuck, okay, I guess I'm in. And so we're all back at his place yeah. at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and we stayed up till like 6 in the morning. I want to talk about people just making themselves a fucking home. Like people walk in my, we walk into my house, right? And people just walk into my office like and shut the door. <laughs> 
I go in. I'm like, yo, can I help you? Like, all my computers in here, my camera equipment, lots of prized possessions to me. Porn. And they're sitting in there, like, packing their stupid-ass jewel pods. Wait, they had to close the door to pack a jewel pod? They're like, we just need a minute, blah, 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 blah. And I come out here. I put all the alcohol out, whatever. By the way, they went through all the beer, everything. And then I see two people walk into my room, my bedroom. And they walk in, and they go into my bathroom and shut the door. I go, what the? LA got to clean up their act, man. It's out of hand, man. It's I've never seen so much drug use. Really? Yeah. Dude. You need to, sorry, I keep touching my mouth. I really sliced it up so every time I talk, it burns. But um, <laughs> you got to go to New York then, bro. Sometimes I was at the restaurant. That's how much cocaine they do, ready? I was at the <laughs> restaurant, and I, like, I was putting salt on my, uh, <laughs> on my dinner. The guy's like, oh, that's enough cocaine. And I was like, wait, this cocaine? That was salt. That every table has it. Oh, man. I don't know, man. <clears throat> I don't know. I just was raised. I was raised. My parents raised me. This is why I was so anti-weed that like weed is fucking heroin. You know? Yeah. Like my parents, if they ever in their life caught me smoking weed, they would have ripped my nutsack off and then been like, that's what you get. You ain't having no babies. <laughs> it's going to be smoking pot. Now it's now weed's legal here. So, I mean, I don't I don't mind people that smoke weed. That's fine. I actually don't mind people that uh, do make shit decisions for themselves. But it's just I don't want to to be a part of that person's life. Yeah, man. Like, I, like I don't have a problem with anybody yeah. doing anything. Just don't do it in my house without asking me at least. You know, right, like if right. I had, a, like I had a bunch of friends over and they're like, yeah, cool. By the way, we're like in a hardcore shroom. And I was like, well, you know, I called you over to do the Bible study, but that's, that's <laughs> totally fine. You can do that. That's a popular drug now, bro. Shrooming. Everyone is taking shrooms. Yeah. And in Colorado, that's like, it's legal now. Question for you. Is anybody worried about their kids? I think the whole world is worried about their kids. Not, no, not even in that way. Like, dude, like if they, I don't think anybody paid attention in school. A lot of people keep saying like, everybody's so straightforward about like, oh no, no, dude, I'm not going to get addicted. I'm not going to addicted. Yeah. That's fine. But like, dude, your kids might turn out not healthy. You can't be taking drugs like this and well, like, I mean, thinking there's no repercussions. Steve Jobs did LSD. Okay. Well, <laughs> That that's completely fine for Steve Jobs, but like, uh, I think everybody goes through a phase. It's just, I especially, I mean, you know, not, if you not take ev- not enough everybody. acid in your life that when you're old and your back cracks a certain way, it triggers an acid type reflex, and like, you, yeah, I had you a friend out. who told me he's like, yeah, my uncle he took uh, LSD or acid or something like that, and it like brought out his schizophrenia, and now he's schizophrenic. Wow. That- yeah. <laughs> that is a really bad trip. Yeah. You know, well, it's because it, it, it's, it, it's a psychedelic, bro. It messes with your head. Yeah. I mean, I talk to myself in my head, but I feel like everybody does that, right? Talk to you. <laughs> is that way? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Am I weird? Like, if you were to talk to yourself, but hear your own voice telling you what to do in your head? So there's the any thoughts. psychiatrists out there? I'm just kidding. No, you're kidding. You guys do that. Like when you're ahead, you're like, oh, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't do that. And then the same voice. No, I don't like, talk Wait, to no, myself. Chill. I. Because uh, how do you how do you think that you you speak back to yourself? Yeah. So you're like, hmm, should I drink this alcohol? And then your brain's like, no, you probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, I have that. Like, like legit. you actually hear a voice in your head, but it's my voice. It's not like it's not like it's not like man should I have a drink. It's like nah, man, you don't need to do it. It's not like that, but it's like. Should I have a drink in the same... And then you look to your other shoulder and it's like, man, fuck that guy over there, man. You should yeah. drink that shit. I guess it would be like how if I was out loud, I'd be like, you know what? Let me get a drink. Ah, no, no, never mind. I don't want to drink. It's like an out loud version, but in my head. Yeah, I don't know. I feel mind. like that's just decision making. It just, I don't, 
I don't now, know. I never now thought I about see a psychiatrist. I might be a little. I've weird. never thought about it like that. Like I never think that I'm think. I've oh. been in the shower for like an hour and I just sit there talking to myself in my head. Is that weird? <laughs> You're fucking weird, bro. <laughs> really? I'm in my thoughts, dude. I just like think about so much well, what, things. We all think. We never stop thinking. We're always thinking. Yeah. It's literally impossible to, to not think about anything. Well, that's not true. There's a lot of people out there that I know for a fact they don't think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, let's get into some fan questions. This is a very light podcast today. I think we went so hard the yeah. last one that we're kind of like, let's, let's tone it back just a tiny bit this one. Yeah, well, we're talking about drugs and shit, so. Hey, I'm a big fan of the Tuman Show. I love the interaction between you and George. It's awesome. Um, but I wanted to touch on one of the things you said in one of your last podcasts was how, you know, you guys are striving for more creativity and you want to be more creative in your in your content rather than, you know, try to get more views using clickbait titles or controversial YouTubers. And do you ever find it difficult considering that you guys actually know a lot of Instagram models and you are friends with very, you know, controversial creators who are maybe not the greatest role models for kids? Like, do you ever find yourself at a crossroads, you know, when making your content? Like, do you ever find yourself not wanting to have them in your vlog? Or, you know, what, what is the process? I mean, do you guys ever think about that? Um, not a judgment, just curious. Love your stuff. Thanks. Um, this is an interesting question. I think, obviously, I've clickbaited, and I clickbait still to this day. And it's something that I definitely want to get away from. I want to make more content that, like I mentioned earlier, I want to make more creative content. I want to see a shift. I want to be the change in the content that continues to be created. Because YouTube, over the vlogging stages, became such a clickbait-heavy thing. And it's like, it goes back to like, oh, views and likes. They only come if you do clickbaity titles. And you have to look at it this way too. Something that I hate about the media is the media, every headline is clickbait. Like if you look at the media, like go to the news and see how many positive stories there are. It's just like, that's just the world we live in. And it absolutely sucks that that's the case. But every headline that you see is something negative, a shooting, a robbery, a fire, you know, police, this, uh, Donald Trump, that, the right wing, left wing, it's all fighting and it's, it's built to, to stir up controversy. And for the Instagram model thing that we, like we, yeah, we, we spoke our opinions. We still respect them as human beings. We're still like friends with them. Um, but I even started, I don't even like as, as much as they're my friends, I don't like their photos that are suggestive. I just don't want to support it. Yep. Like I'll like a photo that's that's artsy and great, but I'm just like if you're posting, you know, nude, half nude photos every time, I don't like them. I know I stopped going, I stopped doing that stuff. Um, but I definitely want to make a shift in my content and be more creative and less controversial. But yeah, I think the direction we're heading in right now is really good. We've been very inspiring. We've been very honest. Yeah, we're us. We're us. And we're not hiding any bullshit and we're being upfront and honest. And that's what that last podcast was. And if you don't like it, then Deuces. thanks for watching. <laughs> How's it walking, George? I was just wondering what your guys' opinions on teenage romances are and high school sweethearts. Because personally, I don't believe in them, but I need to settle an argument with a mate. So if you guys could answer that question, that would be awesome. Cheers. What do you think, George? Uh, hmm. uh, okay, this is my honest opinion. Teenage romances, high school sweethearts. George's uh, didn't turn out too well, so you can speak on this. I, I think it's 
I don't want to say it'll never happen because I think when God wants the right one to be in your life, it's all in his timing. So you can't really place an actual time on it. But I feel like if we're going to look at statistics, usually when you're a teenager, you don't even know who you are. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to fall in love with somebody else? And if you do fall in love with them, they're not even fully developed, which means you're <clears> falling in love with something that's going to pass. So they're going to change their mindset, change. I mean, think about it. Every like what? Six years, your taste buds change, which means you start liking things you never did before and disliking things you did. So as we a human also being, change and grow every day as to this day, I'm 25. I'm exactly. Still so learning. if you're 16, you're, I'm, I promise you, you're not going to be who you think you are at the age of 21. Mm-hmm. Your views are going to change. What you like is going to change. Um, so... My advice to you is don't put your life on hold for this person. If this person is casually in your life and it's a casual thing and you love this person, but it's not changing the the direction that your life is going, then I say it's safe. It's no big deal. But if, for example, if you're 17 years old and you're deciding not to go to a college that's better for you because of a relationship that you're in, mm-hmm. well, think about it this way. What if you guys break up and then now your whole entire life Regret. dictated from a decision you made while you were a teenager. It's not a smart move. So if you're, but I mean, dude, if you think about it this way, your whole life does dictate things, decisions you make as a teenager. Cause when do you, when do you decide to go to college as a teenager? You're trying to, that's the biggest thing I hate about college is you have to decide what your career for the rest of your life is going to be in, in American society at the age of 17, when you're a junior in high school, you're applying to colleges for what you want to do for the rest of your life. Dude, I wake up every day and I want to do something different every day. That sucks. I know high school. Here's here's there's two ways to look at it. One reason that I think high school sweethearts are good is because you don't have a taste for what other options are out there. You fall in love with this person and that's all you know. When I moved to Los Angeles, I was shocked Cause I was from Ohio and all I knew was Ohio. And then I moved out here and I'm like, holy fuck. There's a whole nother world outside of Ohio. Yeah. I thought girls in Ohio were hot, but in LA, every hot girl from every town across the United States of America and the world moves here. Yeah. So it's just filled with tens. Let's be real. And you know, you gotta have some sevens. So some tens and some, st- some, some, some tens and like a 10 in my hometown is like a five here, bro. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, like, I mean, that, <laughs> I, I see where Mark is coming from. My, my advice at the end of the day is you don't put all your eggs in one basket. Cause yeah. like I said, you don't know what you're, you, you don't know what you're going to love. Even if you're blind and you can't see what that person is or looks like. But also that goes back to, to, to divorce rates. Why are divorce rates so high? Because there's so many options. There's so many choices. People want the next best thing. People want to see that girl on Instagram. Oh, maybe I can get with her. And it honestly, it becomes a reality once you move to LA. Like to think some of these guys, like you see like porn stars, for example, you're like, oh, I'd be so dope to fuck a porn star one day. There's literally friends of ours that have fucked porn stars. Like yeah. it happened. It's, it's a possibility. Yeah. I mean, it's very, it's like, it's Sin City, bro. Yeah. Like everything's <laughs> at your disposal. It's true. Next question. Hey Mark, hey George, so you have a super hot girlfriend that you love, but you're having trouble keeping your eyes off of other super hot girls. How do you deal with that since I know you guys live in LA? <laughs> wow! I love how you like... That last question just led into this question. <laughs> he goes, I got a super hot girlfriend. You know why? Because he's like, man, if they actually do catch me, I got to make sure that my girlfriend knows that I think she's hot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think, think if you truly love someone, uh, 
you don't look, it's all about intent, right? You can, here's what I've always said. There's other people that are attractive. It is a fact, you know? Yeah. If you've been in relationships previous, you were attracted to that person, right? You thought they were attractive. You don't just, when you get in a relationship, you can't just say that everyone else is ugly. It's, it's not a reality, right? Like there's other good looking people and you're allowed to be friends with good looking people. You're allowed to think other people are good looking as long as you don't have the intent if your if your intent is when you're looking at this girl, damn, I want to fuck her. Yeah, that's not a good sign. But if you're looking at, oh wow, she's a good looking girl. Like you and your girl always say, like, damn, that she'll be like, wow, look how hot that girl is, and you'll be like, yeah, she's pretty hot. Or you'll be like, yo, like, that dude's good looking, and yeah. she's like, yeah, he's really good looking. That's comfortability. Mm -hmm. But it's like you're not being like, damn, I wish I could fucking rip that girl's pants off right now and slap them cheeks. Wow. Unless you are saying that, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that is verbatim, word for word. Uh, no, I, yeah, I, I agree with Mark right away. I think when I enter a relationship, I only ask the girl to start something serious when my mindset is completely tunnel vision with her. Mm -hmm. So like what Mark said, there's a lot of beautiful people out there. Have common sense. You know what I mean? Like like I actually talked about this in the podcast way back before it was even the two-man show. I was, I was mentioning it. You got cheating there's a lot of good people in the world that's accidentally cheated is because they put themselves in bad situations. Right. Put yourself in a good situation. If you know that you're sexually attracted to so-and-so or this, this, and that, don't have drinks with them late at night at a hotel room by your guys yourself. You know, like put yourself in good situations because no matter how hot your girlfriend is, I guarantee you when she looks at you, she might find you attractive, but we throw her in the middle of LA, you all of a sudden become an average looking dude. So like <laughs> humble yourself, bro. Put yourself in a good position and actually pray that she does as well. So when you're out there looking at other girls, it's fine, but don't be acting on it. Don't look there. Don't flirt. Don't be sitting there like, oh, you know, like, you know, if my girlfriend wasn't around, don't say stuff yeah, like yeah. that. There's a lot of guys that are like that. Don't be one of them. And also be, be a man of your word, bro. It's like, it's a lot cooler to, I always said growing up, I would watch the guy who's getting all the girls. And then I would see a guy who has one beautiful girl, treats her right, and has a good head on her shoulders. To me, I always looked at that guy as the true man. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, fuck, this guy has it all. Because once you established a good relationship and you can handle that good relationship, that, that says a lot about your character. Yeah, you know and I mean? we've talked, me and George have talked a lot. There's always a bigger, better deal. Always, man. Especially There's always, and here's another here. thing, dude. Looks aren't everything because that girl that you're looking at is going to grow old and she's not going to so be are as you. hot. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the girl that you're with, you better be with her more than just because she's a beautiful girl. You got to be with her because she makes you laugh or she's bringing something to the table that's more than just looks. You know what I'm saying? Because right. like, looks at the end of the fade, day, man, man, we all get old and wrinkly, and our ears and nose never stop growing. Uh, that's a fact. So you know, we're just gonna all be old and. So and, date somebody younger than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be like Hugh Hefner. Oh God, no! Next question. Bigger, better deal. That's the uh, that's uh, all the questions we have for this week, guys. Send me some questions. Send us some questions. Uh, D o h n z films at gmail dot com. Donesfilms at gmail dot com. Uh, we'll be answering them on the podcast as we have been every single week. George, you have any closing arguments? Anything? Uh, yeah, man. We're going to end it with like, don't judge. We share a lot of our opinions. That doesn't mean we want you to be brainwashed into thinking that we're right 100%. We just want to let you know what our opinion is. Mm -hmm. And we respect every single one of yours if it doesn't have to do with violence. <laughs> um, and we want to let you guys know that we do love you. We do read every comment. And so... Uh, don't just comment. And, and that says it for all. We just mentioned it. We have millions of followers. 
I think us together, literally, we have millions of followers. So if we're reading our comments and we're getting affected by it, think again next time you comment on a girl's picture or a guy's picture and you think, oh, it's just a comment, it could lead to a lot more destruction than, than you think. So Right, especially that they have self-doubt and yeah. doubting themselves. So Start spreading just, more just, love. Yeah, spread love. Be positive. There's a lot of cruel people and cruel things happening in the world today. Um, prayers go out for El Paso, Texas and Dayton, Ohio. It's just, it's just sad, man. And we need more positivity and love spread throughout the world. Um, thank you guys all for watching this episode of the Tuman show and me and George will see you guys next week. If I don't see you this weekend, good afternoon. I bought, I botched the outro. Damn it. Was it again? Good evening and good dinner. That that sounds great. Good dinner. Oh.